Hello friends, what is happening and welcome to the Multiverse Podcast, episode 64 for March the 1st. I can't believe it's March already, like this time last year we started uh, COVID lockdown. Anyways, your weekly entertainment show covering movies, TV, video games, comics and everything in between. Coming up on this week's episode, Superman reboot is in the works and I'm extremely disappointed. Spider-Man gets the title and possible hints at the villain. Pokemon RPG announced including a remake. District 9 sequel confirmed, plus what we've got up to during the course of the week. All that and plenty more coming up on this week's episode of The Multiverse. I'm your host and Nolan's number one fan, Hussein. My co-host is the meme lord, Mio. And welcome to episode 64. Mio, what is happening? Hey, hey, hey. Not much, not much. Crazy. March ready. Yeah, I know. Well, this, be- yeah, we're recording on the 27th, but this is going to come yeah. out on March 1st. Uh, but that's insane. Like a year has gone past like i don't know if you've heard the news like when we're supposed to be coming out of lockdown well we're gonna they're gonna start lifting lockdown soon but they're yeah, approaching look, it yeah it's looking pretty good here the vaccines seem mm-hmm. to be working like, yeah i think once you like i think no one's died after they got the vaccine so that's good news that's good news yeah exactly like uh i know in a lot of countries that have taken the vaccine they've seen uh mortality rates drop obviously it's taking the pressure of hospitals and everything's just reopening, so I can't wait, actually, to be honest with you. And um, we're approaching it differently here, where we're going into, I believe it's five or four different phases, and the phases are spread out um, um, for like a three weeks in between, which is which is perfect. So I think we start lifting the lockdown March the 8th, and that's when uh, schools reopen. That's the first phase. Uh, I think universities reopen, possibly, because obviously universities are adults and schools are kids. And then... Um, three week difference so on and so forth until March sorry until June the 21st official no social distancing no nothing we hopefully we'll go back to normal which it seems like to me June the 21st Corona packs up its bags and disappears <laughs> uh, but but that seems to be it's, it seems to be going well uh, we're, we're at a all well not all time low but we're dropping rapidly like we're the curve has been flat out and I can't wait. I just, I just want to go to the cinema again. I I went out yesterday quickly and I popped by, uh, well, you probably won't know, but it's a place called Leicester Square where they do all the um, movie premieres. So the red carpet, it's a picture I posted, posted yesterday with uh, Batman on top of the, on top of the roof. Uh, so yeah, I was just sitting there in front of an Odeon cinema, I was like, ah, oh, I cannot wait for cinemas to reopen. So, good times ahead, hopefully. Uh, movie Club, let's start off with that, because we've seen, well, you've seen two movies. I, I haven't been able to see Nomad Land, because obviously, okay. it was, uh, I, yeah, I, I missed out that movie, unfortunately. It's on Hulu and the VPN. Now, Hulu's got their, their you know, their... <laughs> they, they, they blocked a VPN. I was like, is this, is it, this the point of a VPN? So I was, it wasn't able to watch that, unfortunately. But I would definitely catch up on that. So that's a movie I have to uh, definitely watch. But you've seen that. I would like to hear your takes on that before I talk yeah. about City of God. Um, did we talk about Rick's movie on the last podcast? I don't remember if we did. I think yeah, we, we did. did, right? Yeah, yeah, we okay. did. We did. Yeah, we, we thought it was, well, yeah, we, we both thought it was okay. I liked it yeah. a little bit more than. Yeah, you, but, um, you liked it. And I think your brother yeah. enjoyed it a lot more than, than I did also. Yeah. But um Nomadland. Um I thought it was really I thought it was a really beautiful movie. Like the way the movie was shot. It it's like a really minimal movie. Like there's not a lot of like things going on. It's just it's just her in a van, like driving cross country. And it's like a lot of quiet moments. Like there's a lot of moments where she's by herself in the desert. There's a lot of moments where she's like working somewhere and it's just like it's like not a lot going on but it's like a really it's like a really relaxing movie like it really puts you like in a good mood even though like the overall theme of it is like kind of disappointing because it's about like senior citizens who after the 2008 financial crisis yeah. had like no money and like no way to go for like retirement so they mm-hmm. just had to like move into vans and become nomads and mm-hmm. yeah i thought it was like a really really beautiful story that doesn't really get told often it, it really made you like consider about like society and it's like you know what if i just became a nomad like i don't have to worry about bills i don't have to worry about anything i can just 
you know, live on the road. And it's, spoiler alert, it's basically the ending of Cyberpunk 2770. That's one of the endings where you just become yeah. like a nomad and yeah. like escape from uh, Night City. Yeah. I was like, oh, this, this is about Cyberpunk. But yeah, um, if I had to like make a pick now of what I think will win Best Picture, I would say no Madland's gonna win. Really? I haven't seen I haven't seen like Minari or um like what's the other movie with Anthony Hopkins, but if I had a pick right now, I would I would say no Madland. That movie with Jared Leto is getting a lot of buzz as well. It, <laughs> just for acting, not not for like any like best nothing movie nothing else. It's Fair not enough. isn't it? You should still watch it though. I think it's it's a funny movie. Which one, Nomadland or the one Jared Leto? The one with Jared Leto. Oh, I, 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 I can't be bothered watching a Jared Leto movie, to be honest with you. He's, you know, he's not really my my no, cup no. of tea. I just Mind think. But, um, yeah, I'm glad to miss out on Nomadland. I'll check on, our, on that little source that I have. But I doubt it's going to be there because it's just recently dropped. It might be there next week. I might do it back-to-back with, uh, uh, with, with this movie. And I believe it's Jacob's pick next. Yep. Uh, yep. So whatever he picks, I'll probably do those back to back on a Friday. I really want to watch this movie because you know what? Um, I'm sorry, did I interrupt you? Go on. No, it sounds like he's gonna pick like a like a Korean horror movie, which I'm not looking forward to. But yeah, you telling me this, talking about this movie, it gives me that vibe of where actually I want that vibe right now where. I'm just up to my head and like work and just I don't get time to do anything and mm-hmm. and what I really need right now is you know just to uh, like it's easy enough to say have a day off but when you have a day off from work you still need to, you're still surrounded by people you still go to your parents you still you know whatever the case may be kids family whatever what I need right now is a day and not talking to anybody. I'd love to just, you know. I, I would say a week. I think a week would be. Oh man, I would love a week. A week recharged. I would love a week. A, a week with no human interaction. I would love that. I would literally love that. I'm, I'm all about that, you know. And that's why some of these movies, like, I love. It's just like you can't live that moment, but you get to kind of just experience it through you know the the power of television the power of movies so that's why i'm really i'm really eager to watch this so hopefully next week if it's up on uh no names included if it's up on that place uh, i'll have a look but that's what i need right now man a nice week away on my knees <laughs> uh, but yeah def- i've definitely watched that and then the next pick which was uh, your brother's pick pick actually and fun story i've had this in my blu-ray collection for two years two years yeah. now and I finally was finally able to watch. I got around to watching it. And oh my God, there is movies on there that are not directed by Nolan that are a masterpiece. And I'm just joking. But um, I absolutely love this movie. City of God. Abs- oh my God. Mia, where do I begin with this? Um, where- I would say it's it's like one of the best edited movies of all time. Yes. In my opinion. But like, no, I agree. I agree. Ridiculous. Yeah. Well, well paced. Uh, it's there was a lot going on, yeah. but it approaches it in a way where you don't really get bogged down by it, or you don't get you know you don't feel overwhelmed. It's easy to uh, to go along with the story. It's easy to understand what's happening, uh, mm. and it was well paced. That's one thing. There was a lot going on, but I was like, and what I loved was there was various acts. Let's say in the movies, in the movie yeah, itself. Was. And um, each act had its own vibe and its own pacing. But as you mentioned as well, the violence, the level of violence in that movie was maintained throughout. And it just shows you it's, obviously it's, it's based on a true story. How much of it has been um, manipulated to, to suit the, the, the movie, which I highly doubt because it's not a Hollywood-based movie. It's, uh, I think it's like a, one of the smaller developers, correct? Smaller studios. Yeah, it's like Brazilian. Yeah, so I would, I wouldn't think it, it was changed too much to to like like they do in Hollywood. But um, it was just, I I tell you what, one thing at times it was a hard watch. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but there was times in that movie, of, a lot of kid violence. <laughs> oh my god! Like 
that kid violence for a start. Like when he had to pick the kid to, to shoot. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, that was a hard watch. Like literally that was hard. And then the other one where they found the uh, the body in the on the side of the road and the baby was crying. That yeah. was hard. That was extremely hard. And then the other one was um the the good looking guy where they they have him like pinned down on the ground, someone stepping on his head and then they're they're just yeah vape, vaping knock out, yeah yeah and they're just doing something to his missus and that was extreme so there's a lot of tough moments in that movie to watch and mm-hmm. which one was it? i think it was the one with the the shooting that really was like oh i couldn't watch that man like the the kid pick a kid to die shoot to kill sorry i was i had my hands on my head i remember it. i just had my hands on my head and Oh my god! I just felt sorry for the, the kid, kid that was. Oh my god! Yeah, the kid who was crying was like really convincing too. Like it, it, it looked. He, he, yeah. like he like actually got shot. I was like, yeah. Did they actually shoot the kid? Like, damn. Yeah, How much did they beat the kid to take a bullet in the foot? Like, is this a documentary? Like, what's going on? It was. It was powerful, man. It was. Yeah. And, and you say that the acting in this movie was so good. Mm-hmm. It was so good, man. Like, I can't remember all the names, but I know um. It was it Rocket? Rocket. Uh, yeah. Knockout Maybe. Ned. Yeah. Knockout Ned. Uh, Low Z. Yeah. I reckon that's where all. I reckon that's where all the. Yeah, that's where all the little Uzi, little whatever, rappers um, have got the the next one. Yeah. <laughs> but I I, just, I I love the story of the of Rocket. I think he was one of my favorite stories to follow. Mm-hmm. Uh, I felt so. What's that word? You know. You know when you sucked into something. Invested? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's what I was so invested in his story. I just wanted to see, and it's quite nice because he had the chance to go down that route. But you know, it it goes to show you, obviously, life of crime isn't what it is, and then eventually, loads of lives go go to waste. And uh, it's the one at the end where he when he shoots knockout Ned. I, I you don't really notice who that is at the start because he's he shot him before. Mm-hmm. It just goes to show you, like what goes around comes around, essentially, and uh, and an eye for an eye, sort of um, uh, moral to the story there. But and then the ending when they killed that guy, all those kids, yeah, was just... it reminded me of, like the Lion King when like the, all the hyenas like. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like you know it's like the the like the drug trade, kind of is like it's like it's really like the jungle, you know? It's like survival of the fittest, like animals yes. killing animals. Um, like, like when the cops take like all his money and yeah. guns, like Lil Z kind of becomes like powerless. So there's like yep. a power vacuum, and now yeah. you know they like take the first opportunity they can, and like they like shoot them, and like they take over. So basically, like nothing really changes. Like you know, mm. like the leader is gonna change, but like drugs are still gonna be sold. Yep. Crime's still gonna be yep. the same. Like nothing ever changes. It's the same thing. It's like, Doug, yeah. That's why it's the slums. Yeah, they'll get rid of one person and then someone else comes and there's always that, as you said, that vacuum or a power struggle, someone wanting to be at the top and uh, innocent people get hurt, lives are, uh, like the one when he when when he goes outside to, I thought that was one of the, not pointless moments as in the movie, but that kid, his, he what he did was just stupid when he goes out and he, and he stabs the guy, uh, knock out Ned's well, inside. Yeah. Well, he's a kid, so... <laughs> yeah, I was just like, what? And then obviously his dad gets shot for the war, he dies. And then his mom has to see him dead. And it's just... It just goes to show you, doesn't it? It's just... Yeah, like these stories... And, and the, the issue is, we don't see it because obviously we lived we live in a, such a privileged life where we, you know, we're, we're safe. We, But that's what life mm. is. Life is like yeah. that in various countries. So it's not just Brazil, it's uh, also in South Africa... Johannesburg in particular uh, it happens in Id- India it happens in a lot of countries so there's this power struggle you know people have nothing bad not that they have nothing better to do so it's they haven't learnt anything they don't know di- any any difference you know there's no educational system they're not well off there's always that struggle and the the they turn to a life of violence and this movie portrayed that really, really well, man. And it was, it was powerful. It was captivating. It was, uh, it was a masterpiece, man. I've watched back-to-back masterpieces. Oh. Yeah. yeah, I've watched uh, Mad Max. I obviously skipped Mr. Nomad and Sea of God. Crazy. I've had actually, I've, I've actually had a decent month this, yeah, uh, yeah. this month. 
on, on Letterbox. I uh, haven't really dropped below a three and a half star, I think, or three star. So pretty impressed by that. But um, yeah, great movie. It's it's just taken me two years to, to watch it. And as soon as I posted it up, I think of all the movies that we've posted, this one got the most reaction in terms of DMs, in terms of people just messaging me saying, oh my God, this movie, I love this movie, people, or even comments. People, people really love this movie. This was yeah. like, like basically Narcos before Narcos. Like, yeah. It, it does have like, that knuckles vibe of like the narrating like mm. it like tells the story then like flashes back and shows you like their origin story yeah flashes back and shows like their origin story and it's you know it's just really good and i like how it's like well it's obviously based on a true story but it's yeah. like you know like there's like no heroes in this struggle like yeah when knockout ned comes you're like oh this guy's gonna be a hero like he doesn't kill innocent people yeah he promotes people. but like you know by the time he gets like involved in it he's shooting like guards and he's you know he's not really a hero anymore so it's yeah. like you know it really corrupts everyone like there's no heroes in this in this war like everyone's yeah. the villain yeah perfectly said there uh completely agree with you it's i loved it absolutely loved it uh how intertwined the characters were that some of them cross paths it's like the scene when they go to the the, the hotel and they rob everybody and then they then you just hear gunshots and they're like, oh, the police are shooting and so forth. But then a few, let's say, chapters later, it takes you back to that moment. And then you realize that's, that, that's the character. He's just gone around yeah. just killing everybody. And that, that was a hard watch. Yeah, like, he was a psycho. He, was, he, just, he got a taste for that and he couldn't just turn back. So that was, yeah, there was so many great moments in this movie. And it's definitely a movie that you can watch over and over again because I'm sure there's things that you, it's not one of those movies where you miss things, but it's just, Ah, it's it's just so good. It's so good. And I'm happy I've seen it now. That's another one to tick off my list. Hopefully hopefully people don't pester me about this movie now. And I know people are gonna tell me I need to watch Blade Runner now and all that kind of stuff. You know, let's 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 walk before we can run. Hussein Hussein yeah, is one, just one movie at a time. Yeah, we're struggling here. We're having Nolan uh you know, we'll draw a sim, uh, syndrome here. But um talking about Nolan, I actually I actually watched Tenet. <laughs> I watched it that. Uh, twice, <laughs> back okay. to back. That's actually uh, lower than I thought you would. Uh, I had it on. I did count one of them because I just had it on in the background when I was doing work. But one of them I bought. Yeah, no, twice. But one of them uh, is the one that I just had it on the background, and I watched it on a Friday, last Friday actually. Uh, I had it on my iPad where I was doing work, and I just had it on. And oh my god, I love that movie. I've now I now own a digital copy of Tenant on my iPad. What a time to be alive. Oh, my God. But obviously, we've said enough about tenants. Um, I'll go through a few things that I've done, and then you can just do your recap. Um, yeah. I watched Gone Girl. I've only seen that once. I really enjoyed it in cinema. Loved everything about it. And it's not one of those movies where you can go back and rewatch and, you know, be taken back by the, by the plot at the end. So this was kind of a different experience. But I really enjoyed it. Uh, David Fincher... Uh, I like him as a as a director. Yeah. Um, so I, I really enjoyed this enjoyed this movie a lot. This is the second time watching it. I also watched some random movie called Villains. Surprisingly, random oh. movies. Yeah, random movies on Sky Cinema. So the cable box here don't go down particularly well. But this one was decent. I think I gave this one a three star or three and a half. I think three. So basically, these guys, the well, this couple, they they rob a bank or something, and on the way back, the car breaks down. So they break into this house, and they it turns out they break into the wrong house, and these people they've broken into, they're just weird. They're weird, like as hell. So they get you know, captured, they get tortured. Yeah, it's just a weird movie, but I really enjoyed it. It was kind of a uh, a nice sort of twist to it. Um, I mean meaning to well i've been wanting to play something to be honest with you i i don't have much time to play something and when i have like a few minutes sometimes as a break mm -hmm. i just want to you know just enjoy myself so it was either take the nintendo switch back to my brother and just you know have a few rounds of mario kart and or smash brothers or even pick up uh, mario sunshine because i really want to play that um he's also got luigi's mansion but I ended up just going, I bought a new headset. I had to return that other headset. So I bought a new headset and I thought I really wanted to test them. So I thought I'll test them out using playing Call of Duty. Uh, not Warzone because that is in an absolute state. And I've seen 
the update, I've seen what my brothers go through, like it's unplayable at the moment. So I thought I'd play Call of Duty Cold War, Mio. So I jumped into a game and I did not last. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah, I've had that since launch. I haven't played it since, God knows, it's been two months since I last played it. First of all, I had to get passed through a 80 gig update just for Cold War alone, uh, which took about a day to, to, to update. And then once I was past that, I did not last two minutes. And like, Call of Duty is fucking shit. Um, so I really wanted something. And um, I re-downloaded Diablo, Diablo 3. Yeah. I had a I had a character already. I deleted it and just started again. Spoke to Owen. said just in time because the new season started. Uh, season 23 starts on the 1st, I believe, or season 22 ends anyway tomorrow. So the way seasons work is, because I know we were discussing that and you were thinking of jumping back on, when you create a character yeah. for the new season, uh, you just you just play through the campaign as normally, but you get different re- rewards. And then once the season ends, that's it. Your character just becomes a normal character. But every season, you'll need to create a new character to get different rewards and so on and so forth. So I just started a new game in general, just a normal campaign. And I'm playing through as a hunter. Yeah. So I'm enjoying it. I, I love Diablo. And they've announced um, Diablo 2 Remastered. So I'm pretty excited for that. I know... Owen's all over that. I've applied for the the alpha. I think you should do the same. Hopefully, we could get into the alpha. So I've just been playing Diablo. I'd, well, I say that I haven't been playing it like uh, religiously. I just played. It felt good yesterday. I just finished work early in the morning. Did some of my theory work. Went out. Um, just doing a few site visits here and there, and came back and just played Diablo for about two hours. And it was just so nice to actually play a game I haven't played anything for a long time um, so I've been playing that and um, yeah that's, that's it for me this week to be honest with you um, do you want to talk about One Division 6 and 7 episode 6 and 7 before you do your recap yeah because that, that was, that was going to be my recap anyway yeah because I haven't watched anything other than uh, those two movie picks and mm-hmm. One Division basically uh, but um, episode 6 and 7 um, pretty good not as good as um, episode five, I think. Which I think was, it was five was the best one. Yeah, five was the best one. But six and seven were good. Um, six was the Halloween episode, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a pretty good episode. I enjoyed and, seven a lot, though. Yeah, seven, seven was good, too, when it's, um, it's revealed that mm. it was Agatha all along. Yeah. <laughs> the theme song's pretty good, too. I like that song. Well, we kind of saw that coming, though. Yeah. I think- Back when, like, she got casted basically and it's like yeah it like, yeah her being like agatha agnes yeah. which i don't know who that is but yeah me neither there's like a lot of comic book people saying like her points but yeah i thought they were pretty good episodes i'm excited for this so we're about to watch tonight yeah off, which, off. um yeah i agree with you six and seven was were great i think episode six the halloween one was uh pretty cool because you, you got a glimpse of you know the classic comic books-esque Costumes that uh, Wanda wears, that uh, Vision wears, and um, and Quicksilver, and um, it, the, it it still feels trippy. Even though you you know, I, I want to know who she turns to. That that black character. That's the only because obviously I'm not up to uh, up to date with like the universe, for, and I, I just I I don't know who she becomes. I don't know if she's becomes something so powerful. Becomes, yeah, I think she becomes like a superhero. I think yeah. that's her origin story. Is her going through the? Ah, the, um, okay, yeah. Because I've never seen her in anything else, obviously, except for uh, Captain Marvel. But I did think she would become something else. So, um, and then I thought seven. I enjoyed seven, but I thought seven was quite slow in a sense because it was just after Vision goes through and he's dying, right? That that was the episode, yeah. And then he comes back, and then he's with that, yeah, yeah. And then how Wanda expands the whatever sh- dome she's in. Yeah, that uh, part is cool. That part was awesome. Um, but I still feel like, let's just call him the general, the guy who's overseeing the whole entire operation. I feel like there's something mm-hmm. weird about him. Especially He's because, definitely a bad guy. Yeah, it could be a red herring though, to be honest with you. that Like, I don't want to... I feel like they're leading us to that route, but I don't feel like it's going to be him. So that could be... You think so? Yeah, because look, without Agatha... Everyone predicted that. So that was easy. I don't think they'll do something again that's easy to predict. I, th- I think we're going to see a cameo with 
even a doc- I, I think we're going to get a Doctor Strange cameo. I really do. Yeah, definitely Doctor Strange. But yeah, um, I feel like that guy, the the leader of Soid. I think mm-hmm. if if Marvel introduces like mutants this way, I think he'll be like that guy who's like super super like prejudiced towards them, and like he's gonna be like he won't be like a villain, but he'll yeah. you know he'll he'll make like anti mutant laws and stuff. Like yeah. he'll be like Striker from Nexus. Because it's revealed that he tried to weaponize Vision, didn't he? Vision. Yeah. Yeah. So we kind of saw that coming also. I think there was a few hints here and there, and I think one of us said it. I can't remember who. Um, so it still remains to be seen. There's still a lot of questions to be answered, to be honest with you. Even though the show feels like it's answered a lot of stuff, there's still mm-hmm. things that need to be answered. How, why did Wanda do this for a start? How did, like, yeah, there's, there's sort of, the, I, I want to know how Wanda, I want to see Wanda taking the body. I don't think we've seen that. Because there's obviously the gap between some surveillance footage, but now actually driving the body back. Yeah, see, I want to see all that. I want to see why she decided this place. What this? There has to be something. There has to be some sort of correlation to everything. And uh, because obviously there's a gap between the the funeral with Tony Stark, because that's the last time we see her before this, Mm -hmm. and then we see her here. So I want them to kind of bridge the gap. Because the way I see it is, if they're going to do these TV shows, there has to be some sort of uh, gaps that they fill and this is one of them like I've, I've mentioned before I want a Captain America TV show where he puts back all the Infinity Stones that would be perfect that's something I would watch like how many episodes are six seven stones give us seven episodes 40 minutes each episode boom done so I want them to start bridging the gaps between these TV shows and I hope they do that with, with the Loki TV show and quite um, possibly the uh, what's his name Falcon and Winter Soldier TV show. So, only two more episodes. I think this episode is 40 minutes long. Apparently, this is going to be the longest episode so far. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, obviously, next week is the season finale. And I don't know if this is going to, if there's going to be a season two. What do you think? I think it's just a miniseries. I think yeah. that's what I'm hearing. But um, I did hear a rumor that they might put up a 10th episode. I don't know Ooh. how true that is, but... That you know, would be... That'd be awesome if they. That would be awesome. Them. Like, yeah, yeah, that would be awesome because the whole show has been trippy as hell. So for them to just drop a tenth episode, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just like a bonus episode, like you just like don't see it coming, but that'd be cool. That'd be awesome. I think everyone, yeah, I think everyone will tune in then after episode nine to see if that's happening. That that'd be pretty awesome. Um, anything else, Mia? Before we move on to do some some news. Uh no, I think we covered everything. Fantastic. Um, let's start off with the biggest news of the lot. Um, I'm quite disappointed by this, but I think we've we predicted this quite. Uh, yeah, we, we actually talked about this in one. Yeah. Of the I think like way back. Way back. Two, two years ago, maybe we were, well, we were ahead well, of this. Yeah, we were first on 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 the scene, and I think uh, one of us have definitely listened to us. But you know, we have to check. We see no check. Yeah, uh, we said we said it was going to be Michael B. Jordan. Right? Yeah, and to cast. Uh, a white Lex Luthor because that would be really problematic. <laughs> that would be, wouldn't it? I'm just looking yeah. at that out. That would be because it's like Lex Luthor had an issue with Superman in this movie because he, he was like God. So yeah, he's like superior to all. It's like, yeah. let's not go down that route. Yeah, so, so what's Lex Luthor's issue now because he's black? So definitely, yeah. I think they definitely cast a, a black um, a Lex Luthor. But Superman reboot is in the works, uh, and it's going to be directed by J.J. Abrams. I I thought it was just produced by J.J. Abrams. No, it's I think... directed, I believe, by his uh, Bad Robot company. Yeah, see, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of things from this I'm just not down for. So first of all, that, because J.J. is very, very hit and miss. Like, you know you get directors I, who are... Um... I, I saw it's produced by J.J. Abrams. I don't think he's mm. directing it. I hope he doesn't direct it. I hope he doesn't direct it. But I okay. Let's go with let's go with both our concepts at the moment. Yeah, because JJ, I feel like JJ is like it, you hire JJ if you want your movie to be good enough. Like it's not going to be great. It's not going to be bad. It's just going to be good enough. Like mm-hmm. it's not going to do anything offensive. It's like you hire them if you want to get a B minus on your test. Like no, basically like, if you want if you want to play yeah, if you want to play it safe, go for the you hire A, him. you coward. Yeah. Go for the A, you coward. 
yeah. all his movies are just good enough. But yeah, yeah. you were saying. Uh, no, I, I agree. Uh, he's somebody, you know, you get on board if you want to, you know, just play it safe, take no risks. You know what you get. And as you said, there's no, he's not a Snyder. He's not going to come in and, you know. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, yeah, I, I mean, there's such I mean, a thing as too many risks. Yeah, I really don't want to talk about Snyder or Justice yeah. League. So I want to stay far away from that because I'll be honest did with you. you. See, did you yes. see he said it's going to end in a cliffhanger? Yeah, I, I saw that and I was like, God damn it. I was like, oh, this fucking guy. I was like, Kermit the Frog me, Hussein, do not talk about Justice League. Do not talk about Justice League. Evil Kermit, talk about Justice League. But no, I'm staying away from that. I'm staying away from the official runtime. I'm staying away from Batman, uh, Bruce and Lewis love, love story. I'm staying away from all that. How do you make a four hour movie and you still have a cliffhanger? What are you talking about? <laughs> You have four hours to solve your cliffhanger. Oh, I, I, you know what's so funny? I'm speaking of it. This, guy drives me, this guy films this movie like an Instagram square. Like, this guy drives me crazy. Uh, you know what's funny? How Nolan had to stop him watching uh, Justice League. Yeah, that was funny. That was funny. He's like, don't watch it. It's they massacred you. He was like, <laughs> he was like they butchered your body. Yeah, that was funny. That's like, really funny. That's Nolan, like, no. Speaking. Yeah, no, Nolan and uh, and Snyder's wife they watched it and they were like, Yeah, we can't let Snyder watch this, we can't <laughs> let him watch this. So they said, Do not watch uh, it, they're massacred, your boy. But uh, there was funny. that, yeah, that was that was extremely funny. And there was that, and there was the Warner Brothers executive when they watched uh, the Weedling part, they said, Yeah, this this was actually shit, but nobody wanted to admit it, like they yeah. said. Uh, they said the scene at the start, the robot on the roof. They're like, that is the that is the most obvious <laughs> thing you've seen in their life. Oh my god! Have you seen the interview? It was so funny. I haven't seen the interview. Oh my god! It's imagine. it's hilarious. And apparently, Slider's not taking a, a a pay package for the movie, which good on him. But yeah, yeah away from that, let's get back to Superman. Um, so JJ, if he's directing it, I don't think that's. Oh, I'm not too happy about it. If it's just his production company. Okay, fair enough. But I think the piece of news that interested you the most was the person who's writing. Yeah, Tanahasi Coates, one yep. of my favorite authors right now. Um, I know really... nothing about him. All I know is he does comics for Marvels, and he did he's done the Black pa- uh, Panther series, which gives me a hint that there's definitely it's definitely going to be a Black Superman. But yeah, um, yeah, he's like a nonfiction writer, so he writes <laughs> like a lot of nonfiction books. Uh, I would recommend Between the World and Me. But um, he also writes comic books, so he's like really good at fiction and nonfiction. His run with Black Panther was like really good at like exploring like Black Panther. Like, what if like the people got tired of him because like he's like being a bad king? So he has like he's not fighting any supervillains in the comic. He's like fighting his own people because it's mm-hmm. like a coup, and it's like really interesting. It's like, yo, Black Panther, like you're like using all our resources to help the Avengers. Like our people are dying. Like yep. you need it. You need to get your shit together, and yes, like fight and care for your people. Essentially, yeah. I've I've yeah, seen that com- like comic book. Yeah, I've seen that comic um, arc. Apparently, it's really really good. It's I love yeah. That. Oh, you've oh you've got it. Okay. Yes, I know. Oh yeah, yeah. You remember this? Ah, oh, I remember you 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 mentioned it on a podcast a while back now because we said that oh, we don't talk much about comics, and then you dropped that you were reading that. That's yeah, always been on my list. Comic yeah. sense. Oh. <laughs> Anything my comments are. I just I yeah. I'm gonna read some Thor. I hear Thor comics are pretty good. So they they're really good. The Flash ones are pretty cool. Um, there's quite a few good uh, comic book uh, story arcs out there. Uh, I really want to watch. Uh, sorry, read the uh, House of M. That's one that's always been yeah, on my list. That's on my list. That's on my list. That's on my list. That's 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 that's, that's an amazing uh, comic comic lineup. But um, yeah, out of that, I think that's the only thing that really caught your attention. I know nothing about him, mm-hmm. uh, but I think. Ditching Henry Cavill is a, a. I can't believe they've done him like that. Obviously, there's not yeah, confirmed right news. Down. There's not confirmed news, but from the reports and everything, it looks like it's going down that way. It looks like it's going to be a black character to play a black Superman. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know what Warner Brothers are thinking. Uh, I don't know what their thought process is. I can't believe we're not getting a Man of Steel too. Uh, I can't believe it because Man of Steel is still one of my favorite DCEU's, DCEU movies. And we're not going to get Man of Steel 2. And I think that's just 
I think they've done him bad, to be honest with you. It's not his fault he's been caught up in, you know, misses. And uh, I don't even know what to say. It's just... Yeah, Snyder. I feel like Snyder really did him dirty. Because, like, you know, in Batman v Superman, he mm. made him, like, a side character with, like, no lines. And then yep. he killed him off. Yeah. And I was like, how are you going to kill off Superman in the second movie? Come on. Yeah. And we know Justice League movie's coming, so we know what's going to happen. It's, that whole thing's a mess, anyway. Um. But I think it's I think it's a bad call. I think Henry Cavill has been quite possibly my favorite Superman for a very very long time. Like I remember the old school ones, like obviously time has gone on and you don't really have that connection with with characters. You, as you grow up and you read your comics, you know you find uh, more love for them. And I just think Henry Cavill was the perfect Superman, and it's not his fault. Well, to be honest, a lot of people say, oh, he was too grumpy in in Man of Steel. And it was too moody, and and I, I thought that was the perfect turn for him. He's he's an alien, he's an immigrant. He's trying to find his way in the world. What was he supposed to do? Smile about everything? So I I thought the tone for that movie was great. Obviously, excluding the Dragon Ball Z fight at the end, but I thought I thought everything. I thought, to be honest, I thought Henry Cavill was one of the best Supermans. Yeah. Superman, Superman, Superman. Yeah, because he's a gamer. I'll defend him. PC Masterpiece. It seems like. It seems like he's working on a Mass Effect movie. Didn't he like tweet out some? Yes, it yes. Like a lot of Mass Effects. That's interesting. Commander mm-hmm. Shepard. Hmm, interesting. I, I've seen a mock-up of that and he looks it looks amazing. So yeah. he's working on a secret project. That was also another piece of news which I completely forgot. I would love to see a Mass Effect because I feel like that's... You know, you get games that become TV, show, uh, TV shows and they don't really deliver. Like yeah. so far... This might be controversial to a lot of people out there, but The Witcher hasn't really delivered on that sense for me. You don't have to um, tell me twice. Yeah, it was, it was. We've done a review about it, so go check that out. But with Mass Effect, I feel like you know that's one game they could actually make into a TV show, and it, and I think yeah. it will work. So if they get the casting right for that, good script, good everything, like you know, if it's been backed by the studio, I don't know which studio is going to. I don't know if it's going to be a Netflix thing. I don't know. Who, yeah, wait, who's... Uh, it's Bioware and EA, correct? I don't know if they have any links yeah. with it. I don't know who they'll push out to. I don't think they'll... Yeah, they won't give it to Warner Brothers because obviously Warner Brothers is also a game division, so I don't think they'll give it to them. It'll probably be a, a Netflix thing or maybe an Amazon Prime, uh, something like that. I, I don't know. Probably. Uh, uh, so, the perfect segue to another video game show that's yes. been announced. Yep. Are we talking about Halo? Halo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I, it just seems like this has been announced years ago now, Mio. Like, yeah. I, feel, I feel like I've the first time they talked about this was with the original Xbox. Uh, Halo Two. Yeah. It's just where has this been? That that's my cause. And also, you remember when they dropped the Xbox One ten years ago, and they obviously pushed the TV, and then they had Spielberg. Yeah, Steven Spielberg was attached to this. I don't know if yeah. he's still attached to it. And um, it was supposed to be. I don't know when it was supposed to be coming out. It was supposed to be coming out to Showtime. Obviously, Showtime has now lost it and it's gone to Paramount Plus. I didn't even know that was a streaming service. Yeah, so, it hey, got announced. Yeah, Too many okay. Too many, too many at the moment. I, I think it's going, it's going to be the norm now. I think every single you know studio will have its own streaming service, which makes sense, you know, to be yeah, honest with you. We just turn into TV again. We just yeah. have so many channels. Yeah, exactly. Um, so this is... Confirmed now for the first quarter of 2022. So anywhere from January to April 2022. Um, I, this is one show I'm concerned about though. I've never... The reason being is there's many shows, you know, you need to get the protagonist correct. But Master Chief is one of those characters where you need to get him spot on because you don't see his face. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be the well, Mando. It'll just be like, yeah. it'll just be Mando. It, yeah, it would just be meant Ask Pedro Pascal as a massive yeah. <laughs> There we go, we're done. But that's the thing with, with, with Mandalorian. Pedro was just so amazing. Like his charisma, even though he was wearing a helmet most of the time, you don't really see it. You know, you can still buy into his, uh, his um, acting and everything. Yeah. You need that sort of presence with Halo. You really need to. And I think they've already announced who was going to play as Master Chief. I can't even remember. I don't know if yeah, you could check on it. Okay, it's yeah. like some unknown guy. Yeah, so obviously we're not gonna see his face, but you need to have the mask, Master Chief voice unlocked. Like, there's there's a few iconic voices out there for me. There's Master Chief, 
that solid snake. I knew you were going to say solid snake. Yeah. It's, you have to get that. Like, kept, come on. Kept you waiting, huh? I, I kept you waiting, huh? <laughs> like, those voices, they're just so, you know, ah, oh, you just need them spot on. Um, so, yeah, Master Chief, I'm, I, I am concerned about this because there's all, they've always gone back and forth, back and forth, back and forth on it. So, we, we'll just have to wait and see what happens. But, um, yeah, the case remains to be. Acid, um, Pablo Schreiber. I've seen him before, but I don't know where. I think he was in Orange is the New Yeah, he's the guy in Orange is the New Black. Yes, 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 yes. The one, yeah, 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 yeah. That was it. Uh, yeah, see, that's, that's my concern right there. Um, let's square back to some Marvel news. Obviously, we have Spider-Man title announced. Uh, I don't know if you saw this happening on social media. Uh, to the runner. I like the trailer. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. I've seen the trailer, but oh, by the way, on, apparently the trailer. There's a lot of Easter eggs and people are trying to piece them together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot. Um, but running, uh, leading up, sorry, to the title reveal, uh, there was um, what's his name, uh, Tom Holland, uh, the girl, what's her name, Zendaya. Yeah, Zendaya. Yeah, and then the other um, Asian guy. Uh, yeah. I think it's Filipino. I don't Ned. know. Yeah. Ned. I know his character name. Yeah, Ned. Yeah. So they all tweeted out names for the movie. So first one was Spider-Man Phone Home. And then someone um, put out a picture of Spider-Man Home Wrecker, Spider-Man Home Slice. And then until before he got confirmed, it was Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, so obviously we've got the title. Uh, obviously they were going to play on the, you know, the, the word home again. And, uh, Tom Holland said, obviously, which I think is Cap, that none of the other Spider-Men are going to be in, in here, which I think is total Cap. But what caught my attention was the other titles, okay? Spider-Man Phone Home, the title was in green. And then Spider-Man Home Slice was in purple. Mm-hmm. I reckon that's a nod to the next villain. I'm calling it now. I think we're going to see Green Goblin. Mm, I'm, call- I'm, I'm calling it now. Like when I saw those... Everyone forgot about them. And I'm just there like, you know me, just why would you put something up there if there wasn't... It, it could be nothing, but I don't think there is... I think there's there's no smoke without fire with, with, with these. Yeah. And I think there's something in there. And Homewrecker. So what happens in uh, Spider-Man 2 with Green Goblin and Aunt May's house? I, I think it was Spider-Man 1. Spider-Man 1, whichever one it, it was. I think it was one, yeah. So where she's... Yeah. He blows her up. He, yeah. So I reckon there's... I, I'm calling it now. I could put a bet on this. I'm confident. I'm that confident. By the man, no way home. We'll, we'll have a Green Goblin. Will Defoe Green Goblin or a new Green Goblin? Ooh. Now that takes the bet up a different level. I don't know. I think we're going to see... If it's Spider- he died in the first one. So he I don't did. Think it's gonna be, I, yeah. I like him a lot. But mm. no. He'll probably cast another Green Goblin. What about if it's the Spider-Verse? And they bring it back. Well, if they bring well, it back, how they, how they bring him back? He got stabbed in the chest. I don't know. What about? Oh yeah, true. I don't know. It's maybe okay. Maybe let's say it's a new Green Goblin. Maybe that goes with yeah. the whole Sinister Six. That thing they're doing with Sony. Yeah. Who do you cast as Green Goblin? Oh, that's hard. That is a hard one because, you know. These these are the kind of the castings where, like for example, when you think of Iron Man, you think Tony Stark done. When you mm-hmm. think of, uh, let's say, Batman, you think maybe Christian Bale done, <laughs> right? <laughs> this one for me is one of those where when you think Green Goblin, you think William Dafoe straight away yep. instantly. Obviously, because that's the kind of the first sort of, the main live action one that we have. But it's the same with Wolverine. When you think of that, you think of. Uh, Hugh Jackman yeah you can't replace those actors so this one's going to be hard this is a really hard one I don't know Ooh, maybe it might have to come back to me on this one you know who would you pick I don't know maybe working Phoenix <laughs> nah he, he's not going to do another <laughs> nah he won't I mean, they got to pay him like 50 million just to do a yeah. Joker sequel <laughs> yeah I, I honestly I, I can't I don't know nothing spins to my mind yeah if I had a pick I'd probably go. I don't know. Come back to me. 
<laughs> yeah, it's hard. It really is, isn't it? Because Green Goblin, there's something about you have to feel menacing. And how many, like when you look at William Defoe, all he needs to do is smile and he's like menacing. Yeah, he's creepy. Yeah, he has this creepy smile, doesn't he? Uh, the only other person I could think of is. Is it Patrick Wilson? From, the one from Aquaman? From Aquaman and from uh, the Insidious show. Yeah. yeah. Maybe? No? Well, he's uh, already played a bad guy. I think Carl Urban would be pretty good, but he's already been a Marvel he's, villain. He's already been the Marvel villain, yeah. I don't know. Oh, no, I was about to say uh, Homelander, but no, that, that won't work at all. That might work, actually. You reckon? Yeah, I can mm. see it. Mm. I don't know. How about this? How about we just cast a black... Uh, Michael uh, we, no, we, we can't have him everywhere now. <laughs> um, oh, also, by the way, I forgot to ask you, who would you have as uh, Black Super, uh, Superman? I, I would, really, <laughs> I, I think, um, what's his yeah, name? John, I reckon Jonathan Majors. Majors. Mm, I, I feel like he's too old. You reckon? Yeah. He, he, can't, he is in shape yeah. for it, though. Yeah. Yeah, 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 team would be an up- yeah. But we've but, got him in, as uh, Black uh, Manta. In uh, Aquaman, yeah, about but you know, and also Doctor well, Doctor Manhattan as well. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. So mm, we have to wait and see. Yeah, so Spider Man, Green Goblin. I have no idea who I've cast, but I think all the titles leading up, I mean, there was a hint of Green Goblin right there. No um, combat trader reactions, Mia. So first um, of all, I need to extend my my uh, sincerest apologies to Rick because. When he was hyped about this trailer, I literally laughed in his face. I was like, yeah, you're, you're 36 and you're, and you're getting hyped for a Mortal Kombat trailer. <laughs> I was like, no, no way. By the way, he's not 36. Um, so he's that? <laughs> he's 40 with a kid. Um, so what, what, what happened? Yes, yeah, so I was on Twitter and I've just seen people just get hyped. I thought, you know what? Let me have a look at this. And literally, I was shocked by how, how excited I was. Like, it was yeah, really... Writing scenes look good. Yes, and there was a lot of Easter eggs, so this looks pretty cool. I don't know what your thoughts are quickly on the combat trailer. Yeah, um, it looks pretty cheesy. It looks like, you know, the plot's not going to be that great, but like yeah. the, the fight scenes that look incredible. Like there's a scene where Sub Zero turns his blood into a dagger. Yes, and like stabs Scorpion with it. Yep, and like pushes them back using ice. I'm like, you know, honestly, like just, I'm in. Like, I th- yeah, I think I mean I think it's gonna be one of those movies where you know we've said this t- time and time again. Forget the plot, just yeah. just give me the movie. Yeah, just give me good action. As just long as it's Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> yeah, don't give me Dragon Ball Z live action. Don't give me that. Have you ever seen that? Dragon Ball Z live action. Yeah, the live action Dragon. <laughs> yeah, don't give us that. Awful. So um, yeah, that so was, that movie whitewashing they make that Goku one. white yeah what are you doing that was awful uh, yeah, so let's not talk about it so more combat trailer reactions I think they're positive from the uh, from the our instant our initial um, the initial trailer but yeah I think the story is going to be quite trash but yeah, uh, they're going to be fighting in a tournament <laughs> yeah but you know what that is the premise of Tekken Iron Fist Tournament that's the premise of every fighting game. Yeah, like true. Fighter, Tekken. Yeah, but, te- but Tekken. Yeah, but Tekken. Yeah, Dragon Ball Z. But Tekken's premise is like the deep. It's it's rooted into the the game more than any other fight fighting game. Like it's an afterthought mm-hmm. for other fighting games. Like Mortal Kombat, you never hear it as part of the storyline. Uh, my favorite Mortal Kombat game was the one that came out on. I can't remember. Uh, was it Alliance or Allegiant? The one where the Justice League shows up. No, no, that was that was quite poor though. The fighting, that was quite shit. Was it? Yeah, there, there was one that had like an open world, never realm sort of um, experience to it, and then yeah, oh, that one was good. I had it on the GameCube actually. Um, but yeah, King of Iron Fist tournament that's embedded in Tekken, so I love that. And uh, when when I saw when I saw uh, them talking about oh we're entering a tournament and this, I was like I had to double check. I thought I was watching a Tekken trailer. Uh, Loki premieres on June the 11th, so we finally got a date for that. Uh, I'm pretty excited for this. This is the one I'm excited for the most, to be honest with you, out of all the yeah, Marvel shows. Uh, 
it bridges the gap between when he goes missing, which I like, and this is what I said before about one division that it needs to bridge the gaps in certain places. Uh, the Falcon one needs to do the same thing, and I feel like Loki's going to do it the best, um, especially because of his universe. You know, he's a master of mischief and whatever. Um, so that and there was, oh, there was another. Uh, come on, who there was something involved in it, which was really, really. There was just a lot of hype for it, so I'm I'm pretty excited for that. So that drops June 11th. I don't know if this was of interest to you, Mio. Star Wars: The Bad Batch. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm yeah. really excited for it. But you know, they made a Tekken movie back in 2010. It looks awful. I'm looking on IMDb right now. <laughs> what? Yeah. What? Look uh, oh my god. They have, like, they have like Mishima in there, and no it looks, way. It looks awful. But yeah, Bad Batch. It's basically gonna be a sequel to like Clone Wars. It follows like a group of clones. They're gonna be doing like sabotage missions. Um, if I compare this to like another media, I would say it's gonna probably be like I guess Suicide Squad, but not yeah. like bad, but like mm. good Suicide Squad. So like they're like a bunch of like misfits that you know go on like really dangerous missions. It's gonna be really cool. You should check it out. Drops made a four. Yeah, I'm definitely tuning in to that. I need to get my Star Wars buzz. Oh my god, they've actually made quite a few Tekken movies. Have they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ, Tekken, and then Tekken, Tekken Two. Oh my god, what? They've also made Dead Alive. Yeah, I saw <laughs> that movie. It wasn't uh, very good either. Oh my god, Jesus Christ! I didn't even know about all this. Um, Moving that on, something oh. funny. It was like they they don't like Mortal Kombat because it's a fighting game and it's not sexy. Like all fighting games should be sexy. I was like, you know, honestly, I agree with that. <laughs> yeah, like Dead or Alive or Soul Calibur with the. Uh... That was like yeah, Soul Calibur, uh, Street Fighter with like Chun Li and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like I feel like Dead or Alive goes overboard. No, Dead or Alive like, goes way overboard. Like I think that the physics yeah. don't the physics don't even make sense. Like they they don't. No, they don't make sense. Another one, sexy. Yeah, another one for you, Mio, because uh, I know actually, which is quite funny. Coincidentally, we talked about this in the last episodes, uh, our favorite sci-fi movies, and you had this on on one of you on your list. Yeah. So, District Ten script has been written. So obviously, the sequel to District Nine. Uh, that's not the title because that that's just lazy. Like District Ten, District I, Eleven, District Twelve. I feel, I think it is. I think it just, yeah, it just goes with like when you make a movie, one, two, three. I think it's just, yeah. I, d- I don't know what else they would call it though, to be honest with you. Yeah, Neil Bloomkamp is uh, attached to it. He's confirmed it. So twelve years later, Mia, we are again another district movie. You know what? It's either this movie or the next movie I'm going to talk about. I need to put that on my uh, movie club watch list or something because I need. I really need to go back and watch that. Um, I'm not going to ask you your thoughts on this. If you want to hear our thoughts on District 9, go back to the previous episodes, episode 63, where we actually dived in, into that. Um, we're getting another remake, Mio, and uh, it's something that you touched on, uh, Train to Busan uh, remake. Yeah, yeah. And we are getting a, a Western remake. And we know we've, we've gotten Western remakes of great uh, South Korean movies before, i.e. Old Boy and uh, that's the one with what's his name, Josh Brolin in it. I, I, I'm tempted to watch that. I want to see how bad that is. I'll be honest with you. Uh, I'll wait until February's over because I'm on a good run in February. Um, so we're getting a remake. What thoughts on this, Mia? Because I know you've watched this. I haven't seen this movie. Uh, it's still sealed in my Blu-ray collection, <laughs> as many movies are. Thoughts on this? Yeah, um, it just really shows how lazy Americans are because they would rather remake a whole movie than just read subtitles like the movie's like just pretty modern like it's like not that old when did train to busan come out train to busan i think like 20 oh. yeah 2016 the movie's only like five years old and they're like well i don't want to read this let's just make a remake <laughs> like, read this. what are you talking about wasn't there a they sequel already, or something it, yeah train it's it's called peninsula i think yeah peninsula yeah, we watched I, the trailer for that I called it Pennsylvania last time. Yeah, have you seen have you seen the movie yet or or not? Yeah, no, no, I haven't seen it. I okay, ah, okay, cool, fair enough. Uh, in before they start remaking uh, Parasite, you know, they are, be... they are, they're they're doing a series, remember? Yeah, but it. not movie. 
Uh, you gave me a, you gave me a heart attack there, mate. I was about to like, <laughs> you see, you, have you seen that meme where the guy just flips his table? Yeah, this, this, the stick figure that was me. That that was about to be me. Well, um, they're kind of making it. Yeah, they're making a, a, a TV show. Snow Snowpiercer. Yeah, so English. Yeah, so season <laughs> season two of Snowpiercer dropped. I haven't watched that yet. I've had time, but yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I think it's hard, obviously, with Korean South Korean movies. I don't know what it is about them, but they just feel like they have a lot of creative freedom when it comes to making movies. And I feel like what they are able to encapsulate in a movie, I, we don't get that in a Hollywood movie. It's quite, it's so hard to explain what I'm trying to say, but hopefully someone out there understands. Uh, I don't think they're, they're going to, I don't think they're going to hit it off. I think this movie is going to be shit. Probably. Uh, I, I, yeah. So I'll, I'll watch, I'll, I'll watch this. It'll probably be my pick to be honest with you. I haven't seen it. And then we could just take it from there. Um, last pieces of news before we head out so firstly this one caught my attention this is just rumours but it just caught my attention just because of everything that's happening in WandaVision everything happening you know with the potential Fantastic Four joining the MCU so Jennifer Lawrence yes we know she's played X-Men is apparently lined up for a role in Fantastic Four yeah I don't even know what to think of that so I you know this has happened before where like a person who wasn't good the previous movie gets cast again and they do better like mm. think of like Ben Affleck think of um, yep. Chris Evans so I think she, I think she was good in what's the movie First Class and then yep. she kind of mailed it in in the the next four movies until oh, she she couldn't I'll be honest with you you know you watch some movies and then you could be like, yeah, this person or this actress does not give a shit and they're only there for a paycheck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You could tell she was there that for was a paycheck. Lawrence. Yeah, that was Jennifer Lawrence. And I might, I'm just going to say something controversial. I don't think she's a great actor. I, I don't, think I'd, she's good early on in her career. Then like Before she blew up and now. That, yeah, since yeah. then, I don't feel like she's, she's had the same passion for acting. But you know, nah. you know who, I, I can't tell someone's passion but you know it doesn't look like she's yeah. trying as hard no nah. uh i think i think she's an overrated actress in, in my opinion um but yeah fantastic but what's interesting about this is what what's happened to you know the whole emily blunt sort yeah, of fans yeah. fans already cast it already like just give yeah. us just give, give us, us emily John blunt krasinski and emily yeah blunt. i actually That's watched a, a quiet place the other day I don't, I don't know why i didn't mention it in my recap yeah she was great in that um and then finally, I want to wrap up with this. Pokemon. Oh, it's Pokemon Day. Uh, I think today or yesterday. I think it's today. I, don't, I can't remember. And um, so we got a bit of Pokemon news. I don't know which one to start off with, Mio. Should we start off with uh, the new one they've announced? Yeah, Legends of RCS or whatever. Yeah, RCS. Like <laughs> yeah, it pretty much took the words out of my mouth. This is the RPG game, apparently. Everybody's been crying for. Yeah, uh, finally an open world Pokemon game that doesn't look like a Game Boy game. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it looks interesting. But you know, like I said, it does look a lot like Breath of the Wild. But you know, a lot of games look like Breath of the Wild now. Like that game really changed the landscape of gaming. But yeah, especially looks- on the handheld. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm interested in. It. It's just as I said, I've fallen out of Pokemon ages ago. Like it just doesn't have that oomph. For me anymore, it doesn't have that pulling power. So that remains to be seen. But I tell you one game that does have its have the pulling power and they announced a remix for it. Pokemon mm-hmm. Diamond and Pearl. Yeah. Let's let's go. I can't wait for this. Under yes. generation when this came out. Yes. I feel like a lot of people like you know looked down on the Pokemon because they didn't have like the best designs. But like looking yeah. back, they had like some solid designs. The good yep. starter Pokemon, um good region. Personally, for me, I'm just like, you know, just give me a new Pokemon game every five years. Give me HM Battles, Elite Four, yep. Fight Team Rocket. Like, don't change the formula. Like, just give me the same formula. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I can play my Call of Duty, like, having the same formula. But yeah. Pokemon, I'm like, don't change anything. No, Please. don't change. It's, you know what? But with, um, with Pokemon, for us, it's more of the nostalgic fee- feeling towards it. Yeah. From it. Sorry? So that's why that formula works because, you know, when you play. When you boot up Pokemon Red or Pokemon Blue and then you get the, you know, the intro cinematic, it's just nostalgia hits you hard. And 
I would love a remake of Red or something on the Switch. Like that's they what did. I need. They did. They did on the Switch. Yeah. Yeah, but the Pokemon. Let's go Pikachu. Let's go. Eevee. Oh no, no, no! But that's that's not. I I need like. I need Pokemon Red vibes, like black and white or whatever. I don't know, Pokemon Yellow. No, that Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu thing was not... I was not feeling that. I just tried that. I was not feeling that. And I've tried the new one, the Sun and Sword. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I got... Shield. Sword and Shield or whatever. I got bored, man. I, I like you know, played that's this. based on the UK. Yeah, I, I got bored. Like, I, I live in the UK. I got bored. <laughs> that's why I'm never going to play Watch Dogs uh, Legion. Like, uh, and that's why one of the reasons why I hate the Piccadilly map in Call of Duty. Like, I see Piccadilly most of the time. I went there the other day, actually. And I swear to God, I hated it. I was like, yeah, let's get out of here. I was there yesterday, actually. I was like, this reminded me of this, the worst map in Call of Duty history. So... Now I'm hyped for Pokemon. I, you know what I need? I need Pokemon uh, Silver and Gold. Oh my god! Yeah, those are the best. Easily. Those are the best. Easily, easily. Um, Mio, I don't know if there was anything else you wanted to talk about before we wrap up. Uh, I, think was, I think that was about it, really. To be honest with everything. Um, you know, Blizzard, show us some more Overwatch Two footage. Oh yes, yes. Stop, did you see? Yeah, did quickly talk about Blizzard, uh, BlizzCon. Did you see? Uh, some of the stuff they've shown you from Overwatch. Uh, they're they're hopefully like talking talent, the, t- yeah. the talent trees and stuff, but like not too mm. much. Not too much. And do you see Diablo Four? They dropped uh, a character and they also dropped some uh, gameplay footage, which I can't yes, wait for that game. I can't wait for that game. And also, they announced the uh, Diablo Two Remastered, which uh, you could all sign up to it at the moment. If you go on the Blizzard game client, you could just sign up to the alpha. So I'll put my name down to hopefully. Fingers crossed. Uh, but yeah, uh, that's it then for the tweak, Mio. As always, Mio, thank you so much for, for joining. Always a pleasure. We're going to yep, yep. probably watch One Division in an hour's time. So, other than that, thanks for joining us this week on episode 64 of the Multiverse podcast. For the latest news, reviews, and updates, keep it locked to our Instagram page at themultiverse.ig. Also, subscribe to the Multiverse on iTunes or Spotify so you never miss an episode. Once again, thank you for your time. Have a great week and we hope to catch you on our next episode. Peace. Peace.